Hello everyone and welcome to Orbital the Gadgets 360 podcast. In today's episode we are going to be talking about the payments space in India, specifically the digital payments landscape in India. This is because recently there was a report in WSJ which is Wall Street Journal which said that Paytm is planning to introduce some messaging features to its app and it wants to take on WhatsApp in India. So this has some far reaching implications which we'll be talking about on this podcast. For that we have our editor in chief that's Kunal Dua. Hello world and we also have our games editor who keeps paying everywhere online so he's also here Rishi Alwani greetings and i'm your host Pranay Parab so i guess we can chat about this i think so and we can also pay <laughs> each other if you want to now now disclosures and all that yeah before we begin this episode we'd like to put out a disclosure which is that Paytm's parent company 197 is an investor in Gadgets 360 now that in no way affects the discussion that is on this podcast but we thought we should let you know okay so first of all let's talk about what this development is the wsj report uh, claims that paytm is planning to introduce some uh, messaging features yeah uh, so what's happened is uh, yesterday the wsj had reported that paytm is essentially looking to have its own messaging which will allow it to compete well with whatsapp of all things now uh, as everyone knows whatsapp is india's favorite app by a huge margin almost everyone is on that platform uh and i think uh, whatsapp has i think close to 200 million users in yeah india? 200 million uh, monthly active users okay. in india so yeah and it's it seems to be an interesting uh task for paytm considering that i mean it's mainly known as a wallet app it it had its fair share of being in in the ascendancy thanks to demonetization and it seems that it wants to capitalize on that uh, spurt in user base Yeah so i mean looking at this report from WSJ it says that Paytm India's biggest mobile payments firm now wants to dethrone WhatsApp as the most popular messaging service in the South Asian country now i have my doubts about whether that is going to happen considering that WhatsApp already is everywhere and it has 200 million monthly active users as opposed to Paytm's like something like 106 million but it makes for a great headline yeah that's what So this angle does not make much sense to me that Paytm wants to dethrone WhatsApp because it I don't think it's in a position to do that and I mean I don't know about uh, like I don't know about anyone else but I definitely can't see myself using Paytm to message any of my friends I think what's interesting is that the WSJ report has the buried lead which is uh, it wants to take on WeChat it wants to be similar to WeChat which would make sense considering who Paytm's investors are mm. which would make sense considering that they seem to be in a in a, in a place where they want to aggregate uh, as many services into their app as possible i think recently they allowed people to book tickets from it they allow you to cancel tickets from it they allow you to pay your phone bills so to me it just seems like for them the logic is not to worry too much about monetization but adding features so that people spend more time on the app have a greater retention rather and then hopefully figure monetization up around the way yeah so that makes sense because uh, there was this report in uh, like earlier this year uh, in um, a16z's website that's mm-hmm. andersen horowitz um, so over there uh, the detailed report on wechat and why it became so dominant in china uh, drew the conclusion that basically what wechat did was it had a lot of these what it calls official accounts which basically add features uh, to wechat itself so now there are like i think some millions of apps already inside wechat and some of these let you do the things you said just now they let you pay your utility bills they let you order a cab and they let you uh, do all of these things which paytm already does so by adding that messaging layer on top 
Uh, I'm not sure if it's going to be able to emulate WeChat in India, but at least we can um, see its vision. So is that what they're trying to do? So, yeah, I mean, that is the end game if this is how they're planning to do it. But the thing is, uh, I mean, they're coming it from the other way around, right? I mean, you have apps like WhatsApp and Hike who are chat apps first and they have added this payments layer. What Paytm is obviously trying to do is do the opposite. I mean, they already have a payments layer. But now they're trying to add the chat features. But it's it's going to be more difficult for them because the stickiness is a lot more with the chat app, right? You use your chat app multiple times a day, whereas your payment app, maybe you're using once, twice a day max. I mean, if you're really, you know, sharing, making bill payments and uh, transferring money of even very frequently, maybe once or twice a day. But for most people, it's probably what, once a week or even less than that. Mm. So it's going to be difficult for them. So because the chat apps have the advantage of stickiness, for them adding more features it makes a lot it's it's a lot easier for them because people are used to coming to that app they're used to that platform they're used to that environment so we the i mean wechat is definitely the best example because uh, i think multiple analysts have already uh, spoken about this that they're now just they're now an entire ecosystem an entire operating system in uh, themselves right so that you can do pretty much everything in China without even leaving that app. So the phone that you're using in, is in many ways uh, irrelevant, which has become kind of what Apple's problem in China. That If you're not even uh, seeing, you know, if the only time you're seeing iOS is when you're moving from, uh, you know, let's say, what, uh, you, if you're spending most of the time in WeChat, you're not, whether you're on iPhone or Android, it doesn't really matter. So you can probably buy a very cheap phone, a very affordable phone and just be done with it. Yeah, that you definitely can. Like, I remember seeing this one video uh, in between where some guy made his own iPhone with, like, uh, parts bought from all of Shenzhen's, uh, like, tiny, tiny shops. And everywhere he went, he just paid via WeChat. So, this this is basically the equivalent of going to something like a Lamington Road in Bombay and going to the smallest shop available and scrounging for spare parts and paying him uh, via some Paytm or WhatsApp or whatever it is. So, that, like, really uh, stuck out to me as, as to how far this has reached. I think a lot of it also has to do with the fact that the Chinese ecosystem is very unique, unlike the rest of the world. I mean, they've had their, I mean, if you look at how the internet is controlled over there, it's it's a lot different, right? It's It reached a point where they didn't have services for the recent time. I mean, you, you still can't use Google search in China. Yeah. So point is, uh, I think a lot of this innovation has been, has happened because of the restrictions that they've had on their on the way they've conducted themselves on the internet. And I think that's why it's a very unique proposition. And I can see it from someone like A16Z, who is an who I think is an investor in WeChat. For them, I obviously they see the benefits, right, of investing in such a platform, investing in such a thing, and to propagate such a business model, because yeah, retention eventually leads up to monetization in this case. It's straight line math. You don't have to worry about in-app purchases like in games, right? You don't have to worry about loot boxes and stuff like Overwatch. But the problem is here uh, is that it's unique to China. This hasn't happened anywhere in the world. I mean, Facebook's tried their hand at it with, uh, and is trying slowly to emulate features with Messenger, at least in, in, in the US. And I mean, yeah, that's going to take its own time. But fact of the matter is, it's still untested. And WeChat has tried its luck in India in the past. They were very active within the Indian space till around 2014 for a couple of years, to the point where they actually took out massive, massive uh, hoardings and uh, displays within railway stations in Bombay at least, and Mumbai at least, from what, from what I've seen, uh, and across the, across the country at that time. So point is, and- And how been, did that turn out? That's why, how did that turn out? It didn't. They even had embeds on, uh, on the hottest handsets at the time, which I think was the HTC One, M7, and the M8. Both came preloaded with WeChat. You couldn't uninstall it. Hmm. So uh, they, they had the partnerships, they had the tie-ups, they had the advertising spend. 
they had the influencers. I think they were one of the few first people, uh, first companies to actually have an influencer program on Twitter, which is very obvious that it was an influencer program because everyone said, yeah, use WeChat, use WeChat. So kind of obvious. But point is, uh, it didn't work at the end of the day. And uh, what essentially Paytm's, Paytm's approach obviously is a little softer. It's not like telling you to, because there is a habit built in post November 8th of last year. Yes, there's some there's somewhat of a habit built in that digital payments is here to stay. But will that translate into using chat? Will it translate to you using Paytm to book a doctor's appointment? I'm not too sure because like I said, we're a different ecosystem. We're already in a place where Practo exists where you can book your doctor's appointments, right? Why would you want to use Paytm? Yeah. So it's, it's a question of how deep it's able to go and whether it's able to aggregate. Yeah, and it's not like this all-in-one app type of a model has not been tried in India before. Um, if I don't know if you remember, the, like a few months ago, there were these ads of this app called Tabzo, uh, which claimed that you know everything you want is there in one app. So I'm not sure how popular that app is at the moment. Uh, so that was one um, example of this. But Paytm is approaching this from the other angle, right? I mean, if, if you were to go to one app to book, I mean, do your mobile recharges, pay your bills, pay your electricity bills, and book your movie tickets, and book your flight tickets, it would be Paytm. So in, in that aspect, at least they've got uh, like some level of user retention. People keep going to that app, if, no, if nothing else, for the cashbacks. And uh, they also have a full-fledged e-commerce store integrated into, into the app. So... I mean, at least from that aspect, I can see it working. And another uh, like thing that occurred to me about this was that you know maybe the, um, the WSA reports uh, like story angle could be uh, slightly uh, like different from what Paytm is actually trying. Um, like it could be that this allows you to chat with um, sellers or people on the platform already instead of this being a messaging app. Um, I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? But Paytm has already done that in the past. I think a couple of years back they tried uh, that feature. I don't know if that still exists. Where I, they introduced with a lot of introduced it with a lot of fanfare. I remember where you can, you know, bargain Indian style with the buyers before you uh, complete a transaction. But I don't know if it really. I mean, I don't, I don't know really what kind of traction that got. But yeah, I mean, if that was the case, I don't know if this would be a real story. So I think there there has to be more if if this is there. And then there have been not just WSJ report. I think. There have been multiple reports which have independently confirmed this. So I think you can, It's at this point, it's rather a given that they're introducing some sort of a messaging service. But yeah, the, I mean, I'm sure they have something lined up uh, in terms of how they're going to differentiate themselves. Because, uh, I mean, introducing just, adding just chat functionality or stickers to that app or, you know, gifts to, the, gifs, gifs to that app. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not sure if that's what they want to do. So, so let's wait and see. I think we'll obviously know a lot better when we actually see what they're trying to do. Then uh, we'll have an answer to a lot of these questions. But uh, let, let's see how this plays out. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, we can't know what exactly they're going to do. Because I would be really interested in the way they integrate this messaging service in the app. Right now, when you open the app, all you can see is their uh, e-commerce store and uh, movies, flights, and And in fact, they've been, uh, I mean, they've recently launched a separate, not this recently, I mean, not that recently, that uh, the Paytm mall is now a standalone app. So, in fact, they've been looking to, I mean, you can still shop from within the main app, but they've been like trying to decouple that. So, I don't know if now if they're going to launch a chat within the main app then i mean again that seems like a little bit of a contradiction but i don't know like i said let's let's see how what they actually launch and then we'll probably have a better idea in terms of how this plays out yeah so the uh, mall part being separated i'm i'm not very confident about like whether that will work or not because uh, other people have already tried this and uh, like for example zomato they have a zomato order app but you can order food from the main zomato app as well 
so uh, i think uh, when like i spoke to somebody from zomato maybe like a year and a half ago and at that time itself they were talking about that the long term goal is probably to have the order app as like the home for all orders but you know that never really panned out because you know it's no i think i initially if i remember correctly order was separate and initially you couldn't order from the main app yeah. but i mean i think they realized that maybe not enough people are getting the standalone order app and that's why they've now integrated that uh, into the main app for yeah. paytms i'm no legal expert but maybe the reason is uh, i think their e-commerce is now a separate business from the wallet so maybe that's why they yeah, need to have a standalone bank so maybe in. that's why they have to need to have a standalone but i mean i am no legal expert so i don't yeah. know yeah so paytm is now a bank a uh, shopping mall and also now uh, like i mean if these reports are true a messaging service hmm i think a lot of it also has to do with the fact that they seem to be in experimentation phase hmm. i mean we've seen it with facebook we've seen it with other uh, companies wherein you know you 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 release a bunch of apps and scale back later i think dropbox did something similar with with having a suite of apps and then rolling features into dropbox core itself so we've seen this in the past and it's just a question of user uptake in their core market and uh, i mean considering how the usage is here uh, and considering how the fact is that you know i mean aside from whatsapp and probably to an extent maybe facebook it's very tough to think of a set of apps that are common to most people's phones mm. and i mean yeah which is why i mean they're trying to build in that habit and true caller yeah possibly true <laughs> caller uh, but which also has payments integration by the yeah, way so yeah so that's about another example yeah. of what you mentioned that uh, you know experimenting with features outside the core app and yeah. then bringing it into the main app i think true caller is a very good example they did that with the messenger and the dialer and now everything is integrated so yeah. so that's something that in fact uh, told us recently that, that 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 was very much a part of their strategy you know that experiment with features outside the main app and then bring it back but again that's we don't know if that's what paytm is trying to do right i mean if and if they're going to integrate the chat into the main app that's the complete opposite strategy even if you look at it from from the point of view of i mean let's be honest a lot of the tech and app space here is uh, vc funded it's it's not like you uh, there are very few players actually making revenue forget turning profit right so it's a question of also that you've already t- i mean if not mistaken paytm did get an investment from softbank earlier in the earlier in the year and it's just a question of making good on that as well right you have to show that you're doing something with that money so the way i see it is uh, it's going to be a very interesting period of experimentation from those with the funds and how they actually scale back and decide to you know put it across in terms of a pnl will be interesting to see in in a couple of years to come because we've seen some uh we've, we've seen a lot of drama in that space i mean with with the whole snap deal being bought by flipkart not being bought by flipkart free charge going not going and then finally going to access bank so uh the point is yeah it'll be interesting interesting to see what the end game is on this yeah so uh, there was this one report a few days ago which i read about uh, china once again uh it said that uh, like in the last 3 to 4 years uh urban china has gone almost entirely cashless and everyone everywhere like just pays via some form of digital payment or the other so is there a possibility that you know all these guys are seeing such a future for india as well um considering that everybody who like every person from outside who comes to india looks at the state of technology here um including tim cook they say that you know in- india is exactly where china was a few years ago and yeah this this just that those number of years keep changing from oh, yeah. yes. 5 years to like 10 <laughs> oh, years oh yes yeah but yeah i mean that that is true if you i mean if you go to china you do see that even at convenience stores people are using their mobiles and uh, to to pay so that with that very much seems believable that uh, cash is like rarely used in urban china but uh, i wonder if what 
what uh, Paytm is looking at, if uh, you know what what Paytm is looking to do, if that means they're clearly looking to move beyond the uh, digital payments business, right? So, it, does that mean is that area saturating? I mean, at least if not in terms of, uh, I mean, they'll continue to grow, but is that growth slowing down? In term, like we obviously there after demonetization, there was a huge boost, and we used to see you know record numbers, but. I think we've seen uh, enough reports that the cash is very much back into the system. So the uh, the boost that we got, that wasn't really sustained. I mean, I, I don't know if that's true. That We know that's true for the cards. We know that's true for, uh, you know, other forms of digital payments. But we've not seen any stats from the wallets, uh, which if you remember post-demonetization, you know, we saw a lot of stats that, okay, you know, we had to record transactions and so on. Mm. So those stats are no longer coming out. So... I wonder if we are now back at you know pre uh, pre demonetization levels, and this might be an uh, you know an avenue of uh, expanding beyond that particular business. So, either I'm sure they're growing, but maybe not growing as fast as they were growing earlier. But again, this is just you know I'm yeah. just speculating here. So that so now they're looking for at other areas in terms of uh, how they can expand. But is chat really the answer? I I am not so sure. Yeah. So I mean, what's interesting is, uh, I mean, while while yes, there is uh, there, there's a there's basically very scarce amount of data pointing towards digital being where it should be. And one thing we do know for sure, at least this came with my con- from my conversations with with Samsung, the boss of Samsung Pay. He did say that yeah, while he can't give any figures like everyone else right now, he did say that according to their banking partners, the numbers are up on Samsung Pay and well, digital transactions. They were higher than what they were pre demonetization. Hmm. So, I mean, yes, there probably is a spike, not at a level that people want. And uh, I mean, at the same time, it also goes to show that, I mean, at the end of the day, here it's a habit, right? You're, you're, trying, to, you're, you're trying to enforce something which is essentially going against what most people know about. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure right now, if we look at e commerce transactions on Flipkart or Amazon, um, a majority of it is still going to be cash on delivery. I mean, how many people are gonna? Even though, yeah, you 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 do have some push from the government by saying, hey, we're gonna we're we're gonna ensure that if you're spending by cash, it has to be flagged by linking it to one one thing or another. But at the end of the day, it's still cash. So I mean, it, as Kunal said, it's definitely gonna be a matter of time. How much time keeps changing, and uh, I won't be surprised to see those uh, years change even further. On Samsung, I think they were, uh, I mean, they, I believe that they are growing because pre-demonetization, they were barely there. I mean, Samsung is, pay is still relatively new. So, I think one is greater than zero. So, True. So that's, yeah, that's, that, that's exactly one thing, right? One is greater than zero. Yeah, but is it even like very popular outside of Samsung Galaxy S8? That's the thing, right? They brought it to, ev- they, they say they bring it to every device and they want to bring it further. But what's amusing is that there's no, there won't be any support for feature phones. Mm. And there won't be, and... That's one thing. And they plan, don't plan to keep it as its own ecosystem. It seems to be tied to Samsung's own hardware. So fine, while you're, while they claim they're 40% of the market on hardware, at least on cell phones, smartphones to be precise, that's still not everyone, right? And even in that 40%, even though they're saying one in every two devices with Samsung Pay-enabled feature stack is using it on a monthly basis, the regularity also comes into question. So I think it's a it's a situation where you want to show you're doing more and like, yeah, one is greater than zero. But to your point, I think they did mention also that S8 is the most popular yes, phone they for did. Samsung Pay. They mentioned so. S8 is the most popular. But then, I mean, yeah, that's what, I mean, it, again, it, it falls into that slot, right, of so who's who's buying an S8? You have, you have, you know, people who are into tech, who are interested. 
and who are a fan of android would probably pick it up it's it's not exactly mass it's not a mass product right so i i mean if you look at that as a data point and that as an indicator i don't think we're there yet mm i think we are quite uh, far from that and yeah uh, what else is there to talk about in this space geophone uh, geophone has nfc can you pay using that i i would have my doubts so they claim that yes payments will happen through it uh but again nfc right nfc penetration at on offline retail isn't yep. that high so i don't know how that will work if we compare let's say something like samsung pay it might have a qr code system like how paytm does to allow mm. for mm. something like that but then it remains to be seen i mean with with that it's uh, a, a lot of unknowns but one thing at least i do know after speaking to a bunch of developers uh, who who might be doing something around geophone is that uh, there is a push within to keep people within that ecosystem where they should be using geopay so i won't be surprised if we see more of that propagated and talked about when the phone is actually out maybe a couple of months after yeah so we'll see how that pans out so yeah i think that's about it for this episode of orbital and we will see you with another episode next week as always you can send in your questions comments feedback and hate mail at podcast@gadgets360.com and you can also follow us on facebook twitter youtube and instagram at @gadgets360 thanks for listening